episode two uh, we made it we're here um this is a long first episode got a lot of great feedback appreciate everything so this week we're gonna do a little bit of the same thing which is a lot of nothing uh i'm here as always i'm here with eva who is gonna be our guest host this week she is my girlfriend's best friend and uh hello, hello. she has actually had a podcast of her own she's not not new to the game hopefully you guys all enjoy what we have to talk about how are you doing, Eva? I'm doing really well. Really, really happy, well. Happy to be back behind the mic. <laughs> yes. Uh, long night last night. There was some tequila. Mm. I had a great night. I woke <laughs> up like a spring chicken and I had the most. I woke up. I had a headache until I ate Wendy's, but that's all right. Yeah, you win some, you lose some. I don't think I had a headache. I just had like tequila sleep. Yeah. Oh, I passed out and then didn't wake up until when I got up. I woke up at 7 and was like, fuck. And then I got up at 8, and then I was like, mm, I don't hear anyone up yet, so I'll go back to sleep. And then I got up at 9, and I said, I am risen to Amanda, and I was waiting for her to respond. And she didn't wake up. I, I saw your text come through to her phone, and I tried to wake her up, but she said, uh, and rolled over. Well, I didn't want to, like, have you guys waiting on me. No. Because I was very committed to Mary Lou's. I woke up before she did. It happens. So anyway, we're going to get to... Some stuff we want to talk about today, we're going to be talking about a little bit of podcasts, starting podcasts, maintaining podcasts. Let's talk about, I know you want to talk about dating, it's a hot topic. I don't prefer to talk about dating, but I think I just have funny stories. Well, that's going to be for the people to determine. So let's talk about dating, different types of dating, different people that you meet, what it's like, especially in the corona times. Then we'll get to our, our weekly segments that everybody got introduced to last week. Without further ado, do you want to tell us a little bit about the podcast you had? Oh, yes. I had a podcast called House Drinks. I would say it's not over. It's definitely on a, the longest hiatus ever. I wasn't laid off. I more or less quit my job at the beginning of Corona. And that's how it started because I was just dicking around and was like, yeah, whatever. I'll try it out. Had an Instagram like platform for it. Why not? Built that kind of did that then I ended up getting a job because I needed health insurance naturally which is kind of what happens to everybody you know you win some you lose some <laughs> you how end depressing up needing... is that though that's what determines like my life like turn of events yeah you're not able to have a podcast anymore because you graduated school you these are the it. things they don't teach you in college surprisingly enough I have health insurance because I was laid off until literally tomorrow and then I'm health insurance lists so we'll see what happens yeah, that's what happened to me is I didn't have health insurance for a month. 
I it, it lapsed and then my start date at my job got pushed back by two weeks which was fine I did get an x-ray before <laughs> I let my insurance lapse over because I was too afraid well pray for me because for the next month I have no health insurance uh, supposedly I have a start date offer of um is it march 29th i think so we'll see what happens but yes i have a start date offer of march 29th so hopefully the month of march is the only month i have to go without health insurance well it's illegal in massachusetts to not have health insurance i'm a lawbreaker notorious i I believe it's when i shop at target and i do a self-checkout i always forget to scan at least one thing no you don't oh yeah of course Amanda stole a microwave one time. She just put it in the bottom of her carriage, and then they never scanned it. it was I a- don't think Amanda did that on purpose, <laughs> No, though. it was an accident. It was an accident. I have never stolen anything. I am very rarely thieving. You need to go <laughs> find another way. Like, I know for me, like, I could was trying to feel something for a year, and I finally felt it skiing. It was, like, that adrenaline that, like, maybe I'll die and slip and die yeah. going down this mountain, but if not, I make it. That's and boy, like, I feel was like, it erotic. I feel like with Corona, there's, like, nothing exciting. There's, like, no concerts, no, like... No shows. It's like you have to get it out somehow, you know? There's just nothing to get you going. There isn't. It really isn't. I remember Amanda and I at the very beginning of Corona would go to Mary Lou's and just drive through the city, just like literally listening to Warp Tour songs, just trying to feel something because like it had been probably at that point a month. Which is ironically like, exactly what you guys did last night. But like we can talk about the start of Corona real quick. Sure. I was crying on Amanda's couch. And I had, it was like my last day before I quit my job was like that week was when Corona, everyone was like, oh, it'll be two weeks. Like one person exposed, shut the entire building down and stuff like that. Grocery stores were the only place that were open. And yeah. I would go, I mean, back to the podcast real quick. It all started because of uh, the convict and the convict. The con- what a story. The convict. How strings listeners will know the convict story. Who doesn't know the convict? I have mentioned the story in like in person to people and I will it just rolls off the tongue. The it convict. Really does. It's just the convict. His name just doesn't, but no. the convict does. And well, because if you say the it's name, it's arguably one of the worst male names in like male name history. Okay, I'll say it. it's Kyle. And whenever yeah. you say Kyle, it is the equivalent to Karen. Yeah, I don't want to offend, but it's just not a good. It's just not it. Well, you know, usually when convict comes into well, play, well, and it's now a red I'm flag. like, if I don't like the way somebody drives or smells, I'm like, it's a no for me, dog. Right, well, we'll get to that. <laughs> Uh, I want to talk a little more about the podcast. So I, I had a podcast too. Um, me and my friend Steve started one before Corona times, honestly, I'm talking about like wrestling, pro wrestling, because we thought we knew what we were talking about. Still think we know what we're talking about, but we thought people would want to hear it. And we were like mildly successful. We had a good amount of listens per week. We like blew up on Twitter. We had like, I think we have like close to a thousand followers on our Twitter. So like we got pretty popular. And, like, in with, like, a group of, like, other podcasters talking about the same stuff. It's so hard to maintain a podcast. It's, like, very difficult. It's a lot of work. It's it's a lot of fun, though, but recording it is fun and doing the social media if you're into that is really fun Mm -hmm. but the back end of it would be spending hours just editing towards the beginning it got so much easier as it went on yeah it's a commitment and then it was i didn't have a job so it was just all fun and games all summer long it was just something fun to do 
to just talk about. I feel like it was really nice during Corona times just to talk about things like that and like really have a formal place to just kind of like let it out how we were feeling about different things. And I will say my podcast, you know, would have some controversial topics that people would bring up to me like weeks later. And I was like, eh, a little bit too late. <laughs> yeah, no, but I get that. It is a lot to maintain. I don't know how people do it. I understand influencers. This is their main like form of job income. Like they are hustling. Right. They're just not committed to like, like having another job like I know and I do not envy people who like this is their only job because that seems very risky yeah I mean somebody like Joe Rogan or something somebody like this is like what they're now popular for it's like that's one thing Joe Rogan probably films a couple podcasts a week and then that's it and he doesn't edit it or record like or I guess he records it but he doesn't like edit it or do any of the back end stuff so once you become that level of popular when you're a low level podcaster and you have to do all the work yourself Mm -hmm. it's exhausting I think it also comes down to even recording the podcast. I definitely record differently than when I first started. There was a lot of editing, a lot of ums, a lot of pauses, Mm -hmm. but it really actually helped me maintain kind of the way I want to talk. I'm trying to think in a way of also to bring it to a professional setting is I definitely talk better in meetings, clear. I have a little bit more confidence in meetings, interviews and stuff like that. And I don't believe I would have gotten that without doing the podcast. Yeah, I have a little bit. I mean, my old job was a lot of like public speaking, so Mm -hmm. it's never bothered me. But you notice even when you're listening back, to try to like edit a podcast it's a lot of ums a lot of likes because you have to keep the conversation going it's not easy saying you have to find the right guests too yeah it's really hard and when i was in colorado for my school internship i said like all of the time and my mentor not a mentor she was just the person from unh who was grading me on the project they flew out to your project site no matter where you are in the united states that's pretty cool she came out and she was like you're doing everything great but you say like for everything she said nothing is just like something just say Mm -hmm. it is something exactly it like people will take you more seriously you won't be the girl pretty much it makes sense yeah because it's really hard i mean to just like sit down keep a conversation going with somebody about a random topic for however long but i think it's when you not say, you know it's not an interview yeah and i think when you say like before something and i'll catch it in texts if it's something more serious i'll say like this i feel like that no i just feel that way and i need to own <laughs> yeah. it it's very i don't want to say the word passive but you're almost disregarding your own feelings for something because you don't want the other person to think that you're that headstrong about it would you give if anybody here was thinking about starting a podcast would you give them advice well like, as somebody who started a podcast would you have something to say to them I started mine because I was I had a lot of support from people behind me who had already started podcasts and could kind of like help me go in the right direction. I knew a general idea what I wanted to talk about. That would be probably my biggest advice is don't put yourself in too small of a niche. Like you should be able to talk about something on house strings. We had 12 episodes that were all on a variety of different topics, but all kind of were under the same umbrella of what we wanted to talk about. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was really nice. And it was just it truly was just fun. We had multiple guests on just to like kind of uh, essentially dick around with the people who were hanging out all summer and just put it together on something and I have had people who've asked me like how to start a podcast what type of equipment you need like I was Mm -hmm. like you can really do it anywhere as long as you have interesting subject matter and you're okay with the uphill climb that it is you're not gonna get instant success I think one of our most listened to episodes had like 500 lessons which is good which is good I've they were just starting out not really mm-hmm. yeah. just like I knew it was gonna end at some point because I knew I had to get a real job and I knew that this wasn't sustainable but I didn't really let those that stop me from starting it if I wanted to do it 
So it was just a fun hobby just to do something. I always believe in trying new things, not saying... You shouldn't just be afraid to do something because you think it might be difficult. It's also a lot of work. Like, it, it gets exhausting, especially if you're trying to do other things all at the same time. Yeah, and that's how this podcast was birthed. I mean, I got laid off and I said, hey, I think it'd be cool to do a podcast again. I haven't been doing one in quite some time. Um, just kind of Corona put it on hold. But, you know, it's, I want to be able to kind of go on, bring my friends on, bring people I know on, just bullshit. And, and not have, like, I don't want to be a specific type of podcast. Just yeah. a podcast about nothing that you have different subjects you know like i asked you when when you were going to come on what you wanted to talk about yeah because it's what makes the conversation flow i don't want to be like oh well we have to talk about what movies were released on netflix Mm -hmm. this week i think that's some of the best stuff like it makes me want to restart my podcast because i just like (laughs) chit-chatting about random shit right but i think those are the best podcasts to listen to just something that just takes your mind off of something i listen to a lot of podcasts that are educational i listen to a lot of ones that are like knowledgeable or go through the history of something i really right. like wondery does a really good job of all of that mm-hmm. so that's what i like to listen to i don't really listen to anything like pop culture or barstool or anything i like yeah. very random podcasts or ones just about like product development business stuff like that and that's the great thing about podcasts there's just so many different things because like i personally prefer something with usually like a famous person they're doing like an interview style podcast mm-hmm. but that's the great thing is that they're so broad you can really do anything i mean yeah i recommend anybody if you want to try it then go for it it's never a bad thing to kind of start a podcast and see where it goes from there just give it your best shot and don't half-ass it or else it's gonna sound like shit nonetheless i know something we want to get on today a topic pot in everyone's lives i'm sure dating especially in the corona times the different types of dates you see, the different people you meet, the different types of people, all that good stuff. You've been doing a little bit of dating in the corona times. Well, yeah, I mean, well, like, I just wanted to go back to the podcast thing because I was asked like last week by a guy that I had mentioned on my podcast, like mm-hmm. about. He had reached back out. I did not have his number saved, so like I had no idea who was talking to me. Yikes! And he was like, "Are you going to be continuing the podcast?" And I was like who is this? (laughs) And then he was like, oh, his name was Austin. So just maybe I don't care. And he was like, oh, I really liked listening to it. And people like used it as a way to like come back into my life too. And I was like, Mm -hmm. and there was a reason why we stopped talking. So you think that the podcast actually brought you more attention from guys? Yeah. From like people in my past life or if I was seeing someone and they knew that I had a podcast they some of I know I had talked about some of them and some of them who were like a little bit like more curious about the podcast thought when we ended things I would talk about them yeah and so they continued listening waiting right. for me to talk about them and I never did be- that, that would piss them off more because they were probably like I wasn't gonna give them you. the attention yeah. I wasn't gonna talk about it and like you know what it's it's that guy who I faked being car sick with Oh, I know the one. I heard that, that story. One. Just and yesterday. he was so pissed I didn't talk about him on my podcast. And I was just like, I like, no, I'm not gonna give you what you wanted. Like, you didn't really like me. Right. The it, idea of you. He liked the idea of me. I think 
like just like the spunk i guess maybe mm-hmm. from that but i was not here for it uh saw it met i was dating another guy when i say dating i mean like going on dates with like not exclusive or anything because right. like what are you supposed to i mean i guess i could say situationship is another really good word for that don't want people to think you've had like 30 boyfriends in the past four months I, they're not all boyfriends no one's officially got in there r.i.p to me so he thought he liked the podcast and thought it was funny and just was like supportive of it and i like that was appreciative i usually don't talk about the podcast with boys because the how it started like that first episode was you know everyone really liked it but i was like i sound like a crazy person yeah i mean i I definitely i obviously heard the podcast yeah it's crazy and it's it's just a little bit of trauma, a little bit of spice to your life. I think that, though, from that, I've, like, really grown. And I think, like, talking about it and recognizing everything, like, I just go into, like, dating very differently. And that's kind of how I started dating in quarantine. Yeah. I never really was one who, like, went on multiple dates with multiple people. Right. I would meet someone on, like, a dating app um, and just talk to them. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean... I, I was never much of a dating app person either. Yeah. So I would quarantine, just, there's no other way, obviously. Yeah. And so I would just talk to that one person and just kind of put like an eggs in all one basket type of deal before it was really there. You know what I mean? And I'd be mm-hmm. like, um, and who's to say what they're doing if you don't have that conversation. But I would do that. And finally, I just started going on dates with multiple guys through the week. And, you know, honestly, my friend said it best. Like, the worst thing that you're going to get out of this is free food. Right. It's like one of those things where it's like, what's it hurting? You're not going on, like, serious dates with most of these guys. It's just one date. Then it ends. No mutual yeah. like, want for a second date. Unless there is, and then you go on a second date. Yeah, at the end of the first date, all you have to think about is if you want to go on a second date. But also, I had recognized, like, I don't think I was good based on, like, obviously my history. Like, I was not good at dating. I needed practice at that. I'm good at having conversations with people, and I've learned that that will get me in a little bit of trouble with the men. Mm -hmm. Because I can have a conversation with anyone, and I can, like, really... You know, you're basically selling yourself, but, like, where's the selling yourself where they like you to, like, where that's, like truly who you are and like can you tell them stuff about yourself right that's a little bit deeper than surface level and because of that people think i have connections with them people will be like i thought we got along so well and i'm like that's great for you but like maybe i just don't want to deal with that or i don't want like i don't like the way we text right that's fine but there were a couple people that stuck around for a little bit and you know obviously i'm I'm single hit me up (laughs) Yeah, we'll give you a chance to plug your uh, your I socials op- at the end. I will put myself phone number if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> just take it one jump right there. But now just dating is super fun in, in quarantine. It's kind of a funny time to start dating someone or start going on dates because you never really know what people are comfortable with. Um, if anything, it's great because I've learned that I prefer just a hug on the first date just getting to know you having some good conversation and having fun and then having a second date going from there once again getting to know you maybe a kiss maybe a little right spice, but that's it yeah and there's like so many you're taking such a big chance meeting people online obviously because like me and amanda met online through whatever app i think it was it was hinge i think mm-hmm. and hinge is great yeah hinge is a lot better than tinder in my opinion 
And like that was like the first time I've ever actually met somebody online that I was like, oh, you seem mm-hmm. like a decent person that I actually want to hang out with. And mm-hmm. obviously it worked out well. 90% of the time, I'd say it does not. I'm sure you've had those experiences. I think I really vet people out on Hinge. I've never really had a date where I was just kind of like, that was crazy. Um, I've had, I think, uh, you know, everyone I go on a date with, I probably will go on a second date with. There's only been a couple where I'm like, no, like the guy who kissed me through my mask, like, I would never want to see you again. He harassed me too on social media (laughs) because he messaged me when I was away up in Maine and he was like, you have no job. And I was like, I didn't even know you followed me on social media. (laughs) And I was like, I do. And then he was like, no, you don't. And I was like, okay, I don't. And he was like, you're mean. And I was just like, I'm not mean. I just didn't like you. Right. That's not mean. When you're dating people, you can't take things personally, especially in Corona. Like if you're not that person for someone, and this is something that I think I have also learned through dating in Corona is if you're not, you know, everything to that person, like that's okay. Like that's not you. There's nothing you did wrong or can change. Like that's on that person. And that is okay. And especially in these times, it's like you only see a small circle of people. You don't see a ton of people. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you're not the person that I want to spend time with, I'm not going to spend my energy hanging out with you when I'm only seeing five people. Like I'm going to find yeah. someone I want to hang out with. Let's not like, I'm a big believer in not wasting people's time. And if you have an inkling that you think it's not going to work out within the first couple of months, like abort mission. Yeah, I get that. Like I did that. I had a weird little breakup in quarantine. I saw a yeah. guy for two months and then it was just like, he came in and I, we both looked at each other. We both knew what we were about to do. But Fair I, enough. The twisting of the mind was fun, though. It was just so surface level with this guy. And there was no depth to the relationship at all. If, dare I say, Golden Retriever vibes. He acted like a Golden Retriever. He acted like a Golden Retriever. And, you know, so do I. But, like, I have a little bit depth for me. I've seen some shit. Right. And this kid definitely has not. He'd only had ever been with, like, one person. And so to twist with his mind a little bit, I went out to dinner with my friend the night before. And I was like, we have to stop and get flowers so I can have them at home for tomorrow. And he was like, why? And I was like, because he shouldn't feel safe right if if this is the conversation we're gonna have and like if we have this conversation about like we need to like this is just not where i would want to be emotionally two months with someone like Mm -hmm. there needs to just be a little spice like make him feel a little uncomfortable about it right like who are the like who are these flowers from and everyone told me i was stupid and that he was not gonna notice it it was the first thing he noticed when he walked into my apartment yeah i mean fair enough and who he asked where they're from and i literally was like oh just got them yeah i mean everybody has their own like little games that they play my <laughs> mom i told my mom that she said i was a psychopath yeah well some people i'll agree but i just wanted to see if he would notice <laughs> it like if that like it was like how committed was he but like i was already like my like into- i had an ankle left in that door yeah i was ready to be done well i know like a difficult part we talked about this before it was and something that i've struggled with before too because i don't really drink a whole lot and I know that oh my God, he, was sober. he was sober. So that was like, I don't know. Is that a deal breaker for you? Um, I didn't know it was a deal breaker until I tried it. I like to think that I don't drink that much, despite what everyone thinks. <laughs> <laughs> despite the six um, margaritas last night. I don't fuck around. No, I get but it. I guess in a way, if you look back like that, like I was a little bit misled with that situation because he mm-hmm. had drank on our first three dates and then he told me he wanted he was sober for four years and then he wanted to continue staying sober. 
And then I felt kind of shitty. Like, you didn't tell me that. I wouldn't have judged you for that. Right. I Like, if it didn't work, like, it's just kind of, like, deceiving. Like, you did it because, like, did you like me enough that you, like, wanted to drink and, like, didn't want that to be a deal breaker right off the bat? And I was like, okay, like, that's fine. And he was like, you can drink. Like, I'm not uncomfortable with you drinking. I was like, well, I don't have a policy where I don't drink by myself. Right. And that, and when I say that, I mean, I'll FaceTime with someone if we're having like a drink or whatever, but I will not just like sit on my couch, watch TV and have a glass of wine that is not appealing to me. Mm-hmm. And you go out on dates, yeah. right? And, and drinking like is just like part of a thing or you want to like go to like a brewery or a winery and there was just like none of that. Well, yeah, drinking is truly a social activity. It's truly a social activity and I don't think I really realized that until that was, till like those dates and I was like, I mean, it's great that we're sober, like... Having, you know, sexual relations sober, apparently I'm awkward. I'm, I feel (laughs) awkward. Uh, The first time I was just kind of like, where is the thing twisting my mind up a little bit? Right. It was just weird. And now I would say it is a deal breaker for me. Fair enough. Yeah. Because I mean, like I drink obviously, um, but I don't drink a lot. You know, I'll drink like once a month or maybe not even sometimes. I've been in opposite in relationships where like the girl I was with, likes to drink so it's like looking at it from the other end and for me it's not really a deal breaker i don't need somebody who's sober because i'm not sober i just don't really enjoy drinking that much like it gives me a stomach ache it doesn't make me feel good like you know i i like to do it on my own terms i'm not just like oh it's friday or oh it's saturday gotta drink but you should be doing it for your own reasoning and the reason why he was sober was his ex-girlfriend was an alcoholic Right. And I think that he assumes somewhere along the way that if he stopped drinking, that would make her stop drinking. And I just don't like I when you deal with addicts or anyone with an addiction, that's just kind of not how it works by saying I'm stopping for you. Like, right. You don't want to make that about you because it's not about you. It's about them. No. And and helping them. And like, I don't know. I mean, in that situation, I don't know how I would feel. But that's kind of why he was sober. It wasn't like I don't like the way I feel. I get hungover really easily. I vomit as soon as I touch alcohol to my lips. Right. So he just wouldn't do that. But also, I think it's very different. Like you don't drink very much, but like down to drink. Like mm-hmm. I think that's fun. Like there's still that open door for like just like a fun night. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean it's it's hard to say one way or the other. And when you're dealing with people, I mean like especially if you're dealing with an addict or an alcoholic or anything like that, I don't have experience in that. Yeah. I mean I've dated like stoners and stuff, and like I used to smoke, but I've dated people who like to smoke a lot of weed even when I wasn't smoking. That is weed. a deal breaker for me. Yeah, it's yeah. not for me. I don't mind it personally. Like I've dated people who like to smoke weed. After I stop smoking weed, it just gives me too much anxiety. Mm-hmm. And. It's fine, like, I, whatever, like, I'll go outside, hang out, you want to smoke, you want to smoke in the car, like, I'm cool with that. It doesn't bother me, but I think it's because I did it for so long, that's like, I get the stoner culture, mm-hmm. and I get, like, why it's so appealing to people, yeah. so if other people want to do it, like, it doesn't bother me. Um, I definitely view it as, like, more of, just, like, with, like, an addiction personality type of view, like, people mm-hmm. who have to smoke, like, first thing in the morning through, like, the rest of their day, just, I don't, that's just not someone I want to be with. Yeah. And that's perfectly fine if people are like, why not? It's, like, legalized. I'm like, it's not the fact that it's, like, legalized, it's the fact that that's just not something I want in my life. Right. And so it is about me. It's not about you doing your life. Mm-hmm. You do you, boo. But it's not that deep <laughs> that I don't want that. Right. So I've no, I've dated people like that, and it just like it didn't work out because I was just like I can't I can't move past this like one thing. Right. So <laughs> we talked about this earlier, but um, <laughs> yeah, we talked about alcoholics and drinking and smoking. There's one other type of person you meet 
out in the dating world, the Disney fanatic. Oh my god! <laughs> I wouldn't call him a fanatic. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. You were telling me about, about okay, this actually, guy, okay, fine. and he sounded like a little bit of a fanatic. I will say he didn't come off with that right away. Like the way that started is we were talking about California and I was like, oh, I really want to go to Disneyland if I ever go to California. Like that is like top on my list. Like I've been to LA, cool, seen it, a little grungy, not here for it. Right. Um, I used to go out a lot for skating in high school. So yeah. I've been there a couple of times, but I really wanted to go to Disneyland. And he was like, oh, well, we're more of like, I've been to like Disney World, whatever. So it was a very brief conversation, but I had no, like he, he's been, you know, he likes it. He's not like fuck Disney World. Yeah. Um, and, and a lot of guys, like I will say that is a red flag for me. If they don't want to go to Disney World with me, like I do not want to be with you. I mean, you gotta love to go on the rides, right? This is like a red flag that was not kind towards the 32, but the convict was like, I will never go back to Florida in my entire life. And I was he like- probably had like a warrant out for his arrest. He definitely, no, that's where the warrant was out for rest. There you go. <laughs> and so I was just like, okay, well, like this like isn't going to work out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a big difference between Disney guys and Disney girls. Disney girls are crazy. They're, they're something. They're horse girls. <laughs> they're, they are horse girls. I will say, I don't, I like Disney World. As we know, I clearly think I've had troubled vacations and I can just do it <laughs> so much better and I will not go over it until I do the right way that I think that needs to happen. Disney guys are just like wholesome, I think. Right. They're keepers. Yeah, I, I see that. I wouldn't say that I'm necessarily like a Disney guy because it's not like my dream vacation. I don't want to go there every But you enjoy year, going there. But I like going there. Yeah. That's what you like, need to I've, enjoy it. I've just happened to fall into situations in the past like five years where I ended up going there three or four times. Same. And it was great to go, but mm -hmm. it's not like oh, it's 2021 now, better start planning my trip to Disney. Yeah, I think it's very, I think currently I would want to go when the new roller coaster is open in Epcot. Like, I want to go when, like, things are, like, available to do. The first time I went in, like, the past five years, four, six years, I've been three times. Mm -hmm. One was with an ex-boyfriend. We were just in Florida on vacation, and we went for a day, and that was fun. I mean, he was into it. Clearly, we were dating, so... Yeah. But a keeper. And then the second time was supposed to run a race. So I went with my little for a day. And then the third time was where we did like the big Disney. Like we stayed on property and mm -hmm. we had those long ass days. And that's and the best way to do it. So long story short, you like a Disney guy. I do. No, like a no Disney, guy. Disney is a red flag. I think that I think that's a red flag. I think it's a red flag because that is clearly something I'm interested in. I want to go on vacation. Like, knowing random things about parks and engineering just, like, intrigues me. Right. I'm not a big Disney movie lover. Like, the That's classics. Fair. Like, I haven't really seen that. Like, Disney Plus doesn't really do it for me. I like the more, like, the behind the scenes, the fun facts of, like, how Walt Disney was made and, like, Walt Disney himself. Like, mm -hmm. that's really interesting to me. So, I would say that that's just, like, something I would want to talk about with you if there was, like, just something, like, fun or new to discuss. Right. And if you just weren't interested in it, then you're probably not interested in my interests and even just like through once again dating and corona i've learned that there's just nice people and you get along with them but there are people that you have similar interests with and like there's it's two very distinct things right that like makes you can sense. date a nice guy but it's all surface level like you'll just talk about jersey shore and dunkin donuts but you can have are those the topical subjects jersey shore and dunkin donuts 
and air fryers. Oh, all right. I didn't know those were like the three hot things on the street. Oh, I don't think I got into it when I was like, we just had surface level conversations. <laughs> um, but that was it. But I've like gone on dates now or just like talk to people where we do have similar interests and right. like can talk about the same topics. It's not like educating one another and then having very basic conversations. Like everyone loves Dunkin' Donuts. We live in New England. If you guys want to hear more about dating maybe maybe one day eva will resurrect house drinks and you guys can hear more about what she's been up to i will always <laughs> talk about dating i think you can always grow and no that makes sense i mean my I tinder mean, bio oh god go ahead go ahead <laughs> i can't wait to um that. and like i don't use tinder seriously i don't think it's an effective dating app <laughs> it's definitely not but <laughs> It is fuck Mary Kill is my five year plan. Jesus Christ. I'm not proud of it. That's the perfect segue. We'll hit it with the weekly segment. I don't fuck with you list. I'm as, excited. As always, three people that you just don't fuck with. And, you know, just a, a small elaboration on why. Do we go back and forth or do we just go through we can our do whole it however list? We I want. think back La and forth would be yeah, fun. Last week we went, I did my three. And then Joe Pedro, who's my guest last week, did his three. We can go back and forth. I think back and forth would be fun. Let's hear sure. some discussion. Sure. Do you want to start or do you want me to start? Oh, yeah. I'll start. Go I ahead. do not fuck with Abby Lee Miller from Dance Moms. Okay. And why not? Why not? Because she's crazy. She'll definitely run me over in her wheelchair. If you have not seen the TikToks of her going, literally leaving, zooming backwards up an aisle during a dance competition and going to Baskin Robbins, like that's a power move. I would not fuck with <laughs> a woman who likes Baskin Robbins. Also, like. They always know. They do. So that's why. And crazy. Just crazy. <laughs> All right. My first one is Sia. Everybody's probably heard the drama recently surrounding her movie music there's a really awful portrayal of um, autism and how you should treat autism that's not my issue with her my issue is i watched the movie because i knew it was an awful portrayal and the movie itself wasn't even enjoyable it just wasn't a good movie let alone she like it was bad caretaker. and it made it worse that that was like i went in watching it to be like okay like how shitty of a job she do portraying caretakers for autism and came out being like, wow, that was also a shitty movie. It's funny that we both chose top people who fucked with Maddie Ziegler. True. And wow, they were groomers. That's for sure. I don't, I believe that Abby and Sia are on the same level of terrible. I don't really know much about Maddie Ziegler, so I can't really Basically, say, but I'll trust you on it. Sia thinks that she saved Maddie from like Abby like Abby was just like controlling you know whatever producer on their reality show and mm -hmm. then Sia came in as like I saved her no you just caused another girl to have mental <laughs> breakdowns filming a terrible movie and yeah. she knew it was terrible at 14 years old yeah we're not judging her she has not promoted this movie on her social media okay we'll keep her out her name out Maddie's, of her mouth she's a queen all right, who you got next? Okay, mine next one is ex-pastor Carl Lunds of Hillsong Church. <laughs> Why don't you fuck with whoever that is? Because he fucks with other women that aren't his wife. That is and shit. then, and truly, well, first it was Hillsong Church as a whole, and I was like, no, we got to call some people out. And there's been some controversy. I actually talked about this, like, on my date the other day. We, like, bonded over our hatred for the church. I liked mm -hmm. Hillsong for a little bit, but they're culty. Culty vibes. Culty vibes are never good vibes. And I've been in a cult. You've been in a cult? Greek life's a cult. Oh, that's a super cult. Yeah. Yeah. So I've I, been in a sororities cult. Sororities are 
so if you cult. can see it but also this is the key about cults just this tangent if you were saying that you weren't in a cult you are a follower if you were saying you were in a cult and you do it again you're a leader two different interesting. people interesting that's my thought that's my thought process not a follower you're a leader so you don't like him because he was in a cult and he was fucking other women i don't like him because he was fucking other women but it's the fact that the church tried to hide it up uh well cults always cover for their own and then throw them right under the bus when it's not working. Love it. He also looks like the guy from Waco, Texas. My next one isn't a person. It's a group of people. It's the office haters. <laughs> it's not fucking trendy to hate the office just because everyone likes it. I it, was an office hater in high school. Yeah, of course you were. All my friends liked it, and I was like, fuck that. Yeah, and what did you watch all last night when you slept on the couch in the living room? I've seen every episode of The Office. I my ex, Shout out to my ex. He got me addicted to watching The Office before I fell asleep, and that's the only way I've been able to fall asleep. It's the only way I can fall asleep every single night. I had to sign up for Peacock on January 1st just to Someone watch traumatizes, it. Someone traumatizes you for that one. You don't even know. <laughs> so, Office Haters, it's not trendy. You suck. It's a good show. Watch it and shut up. Um, who do you got next? Your, your last and final. I do not fuck with seagulls. <laughs> seagulls. <laughs> Final answer. Sorry, what is not fucking with seagulls? I mean, it, that that is same. My seagulls reasoning suck. is they're so annoying. And I moved to Boston this year or last year, and no one told me that the seagulls in South Boston fight every morning between five and nine a.m. <laughs> I there's a I don't know if it's because there's a parking lot. I don't. I've yeah. never seen them in the parking lot, but I hear them, and they are so loud. I've had people stay over, and they'd be like, "So you have seagulls?" And I was like, "Yep, yep." And Southie is tough because the water's very close. So right, yeah, there's a I lot live very close to the water. It's but it's unreal. Yeah, I would never live there again. Like in the Mark suburbs, like words. I don't have to deal with seagulls. Like there's no seagulls in Billerica. Like there's fucking pigeons and there's birds making noise, but there's no seagulls. Well, they're just aggressive. I think it's because like obviously on trash day, like there's trash on the insides of the city. Yeah. So I do know like our trash cans are like super secure. There's only one open at a time. Um, there's like five dumpsters, and they're very like picky about stuff like that. Yeah, we have to worry about raccoons. When I took my car in to get fixed, they were like, oh, definitely an animal ate through the wires because you live in the city. And I was like, that's an odd thing to say. <laughs> that is an odd thing to say. <laughs> I think there would be more animals in the suburbs. But... Yeah, that's what I said. And they were like, oh, no, the city. And I was like, are you, like, fucking? Like, what's going I don't want to be here. Yeah. Why are you fucking with me? <laughs> All right. My last person, the guy who works at Macy's that fit me for my suit last year. <laughs> fuck that guy. Ooh. I have a long story about it, but basically I no, walked I in to get fitted it. for a suit. He looked at me as I need to get fitted for a suit. This motherfucker goes, oh boy. <laughs> Starts measuring me for my suit, making remarks, calling me a big boy. <laughs> I hate uh, when people use that word. And I'm like, dude, stop. And then finally he's like, oh, this is the size you need. So I order it too fucking small. Like, <laughs> no. bro, just tell me I need to go to DXL or something. Like, don't fuck with me here. I get it. I'm tall. I got Should've broad shoulders. Warehouse. Like, I get it. Just... Men's warehouse fucks actually. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I got um, I got like a, I forget what, a vest there, and it was very good, very. And they they didn't judge me, they didn't fat shame me, essentially, like the man at Macy's. So fuck him. I unbelievably hate fat shaming. It's so fucking rude. Like it it literally, like first of all, working at Macy's, like you don't get paid enough to fat shame. <laughs> was it the body. one at the Burlington Mall? Yeah, that one has done gone downhill. 
Yeah, when I was a kid, Macy's was great. Macy, I have like fond like Christmas memories at that Macy's. I big Christmas trees at that Macy's. Always. I got a prom dress at that Macy's. Yeah, I got the suits at the Macy's. I was just told that I was a big boy first, so. I ew I oh my god that's saying <laughs> just I think I used it the other day but I was like using it about like an object. Yeah, which that's fine. Like oh, this is a big boy. I wonder what I was what I was using it for though. I didn't do much yesterday. Margarita? Those were big boys. Those were big boys. <laughs> Especially the one with the hair in it. Yeah, that was not good. <laughs> we won't drop names though. They're good. They don't have hair in their margaritas. Like one in eight times you might get a hair in your drink. I think no big deal. And usually like if no I can like I don't know if this is gross, but if there's like hair in my food and like I can just like quickly like just like ignore it, like pull it out and ignore it and I don't see another one, I'm fine. Putting it, it, it in a drink where it goes up much. to a straw, ew. It grosses me out too much. Do you send food back? I don't know. If there was a hair in it, I might. Because it's like, I can't control that. If like, I feel like people would sympathize. Like, if you send food back because you're like, oh, well, I asked for this medium and it actually looks like it's a touch of medium well, they'll be like, okay, fuck you. If, you, if there's a hair in your food, I think that's an okay reason to send food back. I think it's also different. Like, if I'm eating food and I notice it while I'm eating it, like, I shed like a dog. Yeah. Sometimes I just... But you can food. tell if it's yours or not. I have like 14,000 different... If it's black or white, I know it's not mine. But if it's Fair. any shade in between, it, who's to say? But if it's like on top of your food, like before you've eaten it, that's gross. Yeah, that and that's kind of how I feel. Well, actually, I think I'd rather it be on top than inside. But nonetheless... <laughs> have you ever eaten a hair out of your food? Probably. <laughs> I have, and I've noticed, and that's gross. Yeah, when that... You, when you unknowingly just taste hair in your mouth and you're like, I know my hair hasn't been near my face in 10 minutes. What's happening? Nobody wants hair in their food. That's the end of the story there. So moving on towards um, the end, the final segment that I always do is some something that whoever I have on, the guest, that is you, would recommend to everyone listening that they should try, they should do, uh, they should listen to, they should watch, anything. Just something they should do once in their lives at least botox okay i think a lip filler can go a little bit too much but i like i'm very looking forward to the future like when i'm in my 30s late 20s mm -hmm. 30s when i can get botox and like feel better again i got it in my forehead this past fall and yeah. i loved it I thought it just looked better. It was smoothed out. But I was like, I'm 24 and I don't need this right now. Like, I can deal with this for a couple more years until I have, like, just a little bit more fine lines. Because I've had it forever. So I just think right. it's just, like, it's just something that will always need to be done. It's not only that, but it's just a form of, like, treating yourself. It's self-care. Self-care. I think putting, um, I think in quarantine, it's either, like, you're putting yourself really high above others. Or you're putting a lot of others above you. And I think, like, there was a point in this fall where I was, like... For my own mental health like I need to take care of myself and like do yeah. things for me and then once like I do that like I can just serve others better and it's truly done that way yeah so any any little bit of self-care whatever you do helps there you it's go. so it sounds so generic everyone doesn't have to that. be Botox go to the fucking spa have a spa day go get a, a massage honestly getting massages is really really good for your body if you can find a good masseuse at a good price point like definitely keep it up i now sit down in a chair all day so my back is getting all sorts of fucked up love that i've never got a massage but no one is blowing you know? out my back except for work 
Anyway, I think that's where we end it. I think, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a great day, but this um, is weird. So we, ha- we have time for one more story. I think I think it's just so funny. This goes along with dating, but I was dating somebody who had the same name as one of my coworkers. Oh, yep. And I just think this, uh, this just like goes to show how dumb some people are in the world and how people gossip about you and gossiping like is, you know, that like this wasn't deep shit, but that could get someone in deep shit. Yeah, of course. I went out to dinner. Someone wanted to get together. And so I was like, okay, I'll go. In the middle of getting drinking drinks or getting dinner, she looks up and she says, you really need to stop fucking your coworkers. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Seems presumptuous. (laughs) Right? Because I'm not. (laughs) And... And she was like, and I was like, what? And she was like, you really need to stop fucking the guy's name. Yeah. And I was just like, she goes, you're working with him. And I was like, um, I was a um, different guy. Wow. Yeah. People do <laughs> I have the same name as each other, you know? It's a, okay. I'm so sorry. If you're Catholic, everyone has your name. Like somebody <laughs> says their name and I'm like, oh, you're Catholic. Your family's yeah. Catholic. Aren't we won't you? say it here, but you know, it was the name. It was popular. Don't talk shit about people. <laughs> Because that's not what was happening. I was literally seeing a guy an hour away from the city. Like, that's not the same person. Don't talk shit about people. No, just be a good person. It's not that hard. It's literally free. It literally costs you nothing to be nice to people. All right, everybody. So thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed. (laughs) Thanks Um, for having me. (laughs) It was a pleasure. My pleasure. We um, let Eva plug anything she wants to plug. If she wants to plug house drinks where you can go back and listen to her episodes. Oh, yeah. Any social media accounts? Any any Finstas that you might want to plug? I had to honestly look up what my Instagram handle was for house drinks. So it's on Instagram, house drinks pod. It's um, house drinks on anywhere where you stream your podcast. So you can pick your favorite streaming services. I'm at Eva Cunningham on Instagram. Um, I'm pretty sure House Drinks is private right now, so I can make it on private. So follow that if you want. You can go back and listen to it if you want to hear more stories about Eva and her life. The war life. stories from the summer. The war stories, she says. Obviously, you can always find us here, Laid Off Podcast, also on all streaming services, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Music, wherever you find your podcasts. We'll have episode three coming out next week. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Good night. I ain't been getting high Well, maybe a little, baby, I don't wanna lie I know when you text me, girl, I don't always reply Well, you're not an angel either, you can't even fly I notice you think that you know shit All this shade that's coming at me, I wonder who throws it They can't see the vision, boy, they must be out of focus That's a real hot album, homie, I wonder who wrote it Oh, shit Oh, take, pray them niggas go away we sell the clowns around it look like circus show like this is not the album either these are just the throwaways this shit's still so cold when it drops it's gonna be a motherfucking snow day hey boy it's good and he knows it he don't say it he shows it i'm just like the rosen if i shoot it it goes in i'm in cali just coasting get him so i think he coasters i got a selfie with oprah i just ain't ever posted and i'm in my happy place posted i ain't frowned since 06 i ain't cried since 01 my bad like six flags and your house is no fun you can come back to mind though you're brandon q but it's fine though Gonna end on a high note. I spy with my little eye. A girly I can get, cause she don't get too many likes. A curly headed cutie I could turn into my wife. Wait, that means forever, ever, hold up, never mind. 